0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Uh, the UAPB Golden Line women roll up to the hill Sunday and beat Arkansas. And they actually, as I mentioned earlier, I guess I mentioned yesterday, they got to host them last year, which is cool. I mean, I, I love that the in-state competition is happening, and I know there was a long-time pushback against it. And some people will say, well, this is why you don't. I think this is why you do. It's creating all this attention for basketball and women's basketball Mm -hmm. in the state. I think it's fantastic. And UAPB's head coach, Don Thornton, joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Coach, welcome, and congratulations on the win Sunday. How are you?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for
1: having me. Thank you. Well, uh, we're sitting in a diner, too, so if you hear a lot of background noise, that's why. But uh, we were so uh, happy for you and your program, and we actually – We've taken notice. I mean, I can't say that every show on The Buzz pays real close attention to what's going on in the world of women's basketball in the state, but I think we definitely started talking a little bit about your team, and you guys have been trending in the right direction. You've done a great job from a recruiting standpoint, and your team has played well. Um, when you took the job and, and kind of started getting things moving in the right direction, what's been the key the last couple of years in really gaining some momentum to the point where you've got a team that can you know, go to Fayetteville and not only challenge them but win?
0: Well, you know, um, the support uh, of our administration has been really key, uh, really pivotal uh, in my growth um, as a head women's basketball coach here. It's so much, um, you know, makes your job a lot easier when you have people that believe in you and that, that support you. And and for us to have that right now, it's just been beautiful. Um, recruiting has come natural for me. That's something that, that I think that I've always hang, hung my hat on. Uh, being able to bring the best of the best wherever I may be, um, and so you know, I'm 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 a really I'm really proud of that. So it's just been it's been great. Uh, we saw a lot of growth and development in the program in the five years that I've been here, and I think we are right where I, I I could envision us to be when I first took this job in 2019.
1: I'm looking through your roster here, and again, you got a lot of transfers, and these are from schools like uh, Georgia. Memphis, uh, Rutgers, Troy, A M. What's your sales pitch? How do, you, how do you sell players on coming to Pine Bluff that are transferring from other schools?
0: Well, to be absolutely honest with you, I sell myself, my staff. Um, us being able to give these young women uh, an opportunity at yeah, a second chance to do the things that they love the most, and that's playing basketball. Um, you know, everybody makes mistakes, and a lot of them are in the portals, not necessarily just because of disciplinary actions. But it just could have been – they, they didn't feel like it was the right fit. And so, um, you know, I, I see those, those, those kids. We, we talk to their parents and, and people that are connected and that's around them. And, and we try to be, be that voice of reason, that person that's going to be there for them, that mentor. Um, and, and that's been really great for us. So, um, you know, recruiting is, like I said, it's natural. Kids want to be told the truth. Uh, it's the second time around they don't really want to deal with the politics and so that's something that we've really embraced and we've taken advantage of and and from there the success is now starting to roll in.
1: You do not want this to be the highlight of the season how do you build off of this win?
0: You know we talked about it today uh, putting this behind us as much as I want to be able to dwell and, and be excited and I mean, it is monumental. We did make history, and that's something that you know that they will forever be able to cherish with them. But we really have to make remain humble, put that win behind us, and focus on Ole Miss. We have Ole Miss coming on campus next week, um, and in order for us to, to stay to do what we need to do, we got to stay focused and locked in. And like you said, our roster matches up with an Ole Miss roster. You go look at our roster; it looks like all these other teams that we played. I mean, we had an opportunity to be – Mississippi State three weeks ago. You know we were right there, so um, I think that we, we're the, the train is rolling in the right direction, and and the girls are are locked in, and they really want to be special. So um, I'm proud of them,
1: Coach. In the past, you wouldn't have seen Power Five schools or or, or major schools like Old Miss, Arkansas coming and playing against mid major programs. What's been the the deal with that? I mean, it's more of a trend than than uh, I guess what we had expected. Uh, I know you had Arkansas on campus last year. What, what's going on in the world of basketball where that's become something? What's the upside for a school like Ole Miss to come to you guys?
0: You know, I think for for a coaching standpoint, a power five coach, to give their kids an opportunity to realize, you know what, look at all of the things that we give you. Look at all the resources that we have. And then you go and look at schools that at HBCU. We're underfunded, you know um you know we don't get the recognition we don't have a lot of stuff we don't have training tables and all that and all the other stuff that a lot of these schools have and I think a lot of times coaches uh want to to show their players what it looks like on the other side now regardless if that's a positive or or something that you know is a teachable moment for them that's different but um but I think that's why you're starting to see it a lot more they they want their kids to appreciate the things that they have and what better way to do it send them somewhere where or go play at a place that doesn't have half of what you have and i think that that makes sense to do um for a lot of coaches uh, that's coaching on the power five level
1: are y'all picked to win the swack?
0: no we they, they preseason picked us to finish third how does
1: that make you feel or how does that make your team feel <laughs>
0: I think it's good. Um, I think it's it's a great place to be. We fell short in the in the tournament last year, losing in the championship game. But that was the first time in history that we had an opportunity to go there. Um, So finishing, I mean, so preseason pick third. Preseason predictions didn't really bother me at all. Um, You know, I've won four championships in a row in this league at Purdue, and we were never picked above four. Um, So that doesn't really bother me as much. But I think it's it's fueled um my team a lot and and i'm thankful for that you know because they don't want to be you know overlooked they don't want to be they're working hard and and they want to be able to have the recognition that they do deserve and to know that you know people still aren't giving them the respect that they deserve you know like we were out there was a poll that someone sent me last week and they did the top 10 hbcus in the country last week we were not even on that list after coming off of a win versus smu so you know a school like uapb it is what it is. Our brand isn't as big as a lot of the other household brands, but uh, we do have something special brewing down here. Uh, I think we put the world on notice last week. Hopefully we can sustain some success and continue to stay focused and move and moving forward.
1: Now, yeah, the only thing better than having a chip on your shoulder is a whole bag of chips on your shoulder, Coach. So I guess you guys got plenty to fuel the fire for your team moving forward. So uh, that's good to Good to see. Um, You know, it's interesting, too. We've we've had this discussion of late, and whether it's men's or women's, there is so much movement with portal and and transfers, and not to mention you know high school kids coming up that haven't played for teams before. These preseason polls have always been a little bit goofy. Now they're just completely ridiculous. I mean, who in the world knows what a team is going to look like with all the movement of of the players? I mean, do you put any stock in that at all? No, we don't at all. I
0: mean, even – even for us, you know, things change on a day-to-day basis. We're not even playing with our entire team. We're we're, we're missing three key pieces right now, so um, the polls don't really mean anything. I think it's for for more so for the fans and bloggers and those who who follow sports from a different um, vantage point than we would. So um, I get it and I understand, but it doesn't it doesn't bother me at all.
1: It's for idiot radio hosts like us, coach. That's what it's for, actually. So we're talking to Don okay, you We just tuning in. We
0: appreciate you all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> uh, head coach at uapb for women's basketball again knocked off arkansas yeah. Miss coming up a week from thursday um so yeah tell me about what's their timeline are they are they, they back in the near future so,
0: the phone
1: was breaking up a little bit can you say it one more time you you mentioned a few players that are they're missing mm-hmm. the timeline do you expect to get them back at some point
0: oh absolutely yes um uh, we will have two of them actually returning for the Ole Miss game, and then another young lady should be back coming off of an uh, off of an injury after Christmas, so she she'll be fully cleared then. So I'm excited about that.
1: As fun as it was to go to Fayetteville, can you imagine what it would be like to beat Ole Miss at home and have back-to-back SEC wins?
0: I know it would be crazy, and like that's you know, not <laughs> All that I can think of, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful feeling. That was the biggest win in my career. And, and you know, if you can look at all of the pictures that were that's kind of surfacing around um, the Internet, how the kids just kind of embrace each other. They embrace me. This is a family. This is what we do. Um, and they want to leave. They want to make history. So, you know, I, I definitely know that, that you know, that it's going to be a great game. Coach Yo is a UAPB alum. She has a master's degree from here. Uh, she's a donor to my women's basketball program. She's like a sister to me. I kind of don't even really want to play her, to be honest with you. Um, but um, it's something that, that I look forward to, and I know that my girls will step up, and they're going to give it everything that they have.
1: Hmm. I mean, I'm going to say the obvious. I, mean, I don't know if I'm going to go out and beat a donor, Coach. I don't know <laughs> if that's a good idea. I mean, I'd be good for business.
0: Yeah, well, you know, she, she believes in this program. And, you know, once you're an alum and you want to be able to give back, she's in a position to give back. and. And she's done a she's she's written a sizable check um to our program last year, and I told her make sure she bring a, her, her checkbook and her ink pen next week, so we'll see.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm uh, talking to Don Thornton again, UAPB women's head basketball coach on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. You know, you know, to some degree. And again, I don't. It's it's really every school is like this, I guess. You're kind of representing your league when you're a mid major, and you're playing one of the big boys, like you guys did. I mean, do you feel that? I mean, for the SWAC or even HBCUs in general, that uh, you know it kind of makes a mark and sort of puts the world on notice that hey, we play some pretty good basketball here.
0: Yeah, um, you know, it, it it's a wonderful thing to be able to showcase your talent. In the state of Arkansas, um, you know, we have a lot of kids that come down for basketball camps, our games, that reach out to us, that want to be able to have a hand in the program. And so for us to be able to have some of that success now, uh, we're seeing those wins in the preseason, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, you know, and, you know, we still have two more games up before we can tune up before, to, to tune up before we go into conference. So we want to be able to put a great product on the floor, let you all, you know, let the state know that HBCUs were on the move. The quarter has leveled the playing field. There's no power five, mid-major. you got to really kind of stop looking at it from that standpoint because on any given night when the roster matches up, you know, and and, and on on paper you you match up with them. I mean, we've matched up on paper with with Arkansas. Actually, we were averaging more points than them and more rebounds. And, you know, it's just on any given night, it's going to be who's going to play the hardest for 40 minutes.